I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Hey guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to go through our rapid review of the Pacific Championships Week 2 and the Pacific Cup, obviously. Uh, the first game, we had the Kiwis knocking over some oh, 50 points to nil, get stuck in that. And then Fiji beating the Cook Islands, 22 points to 18, a really good game. And one that I didn't get to see, uh, but overnight, England have knocked over Tonga in a pretty close affair. I believe it was 22 points to 18. So, uh, so we'll touch on that one quickly. I was a bit confused with Tonga's lineup, to be completely honest with you you guys, but I didn't see the game, so I can't uh, comment too heavily on it, but I was a bit surprised with some of the selections that they went for. Uh, let's kick off for the Kiwis. 50 points to nil over Samoa. Uh, obviously, Triscorers, Jermaine Osako came out with a double. Ronald, Ronaldo Mulatalo, a double as well. I thought Jerome Hughes was really, really strong in this game. Uh, Matty Timiko, I thought he was fantastic. Um, you know, we've spoken about him for a long time as a proper strike centre in the NRL. He just doesn't get enough good good ball uh, down at the Camp Raiders. And I feel like you could even tell in this game, Matty Timiko, at different moments, you know, he just wasn't expecting to get as much ball as what he did, and it sort of took him by surprise. Uh, but I thought that when he did get his opportunity, he was really good. 125 run meters uh, from center. He had two line breaks, three line break assists, and he had two try assists as well with 11 tackle breaks. He had one huge run at one point uh, that was one of the, oh, I think it was probably the best run of the week. And we tipped him for an anytime try score. He didn't get there, but my God, he had one hell of a game, Matty Timiko, and I cannot wait wait uh, to watch him go around next week. Joey Manu left this game early with about 15 minutes to go, so hopefully he is all sweet for next week. I think we have got to keep in mind, last time we saw Joey Manu was back-to-back hamstring injuries for all the Sydney Roosters in finals, uh, so I would say that Madge and the Kiwis, they're probably just wrapping him in cotton wool. Hopefully he is good to go next week. Makes it interesting, we've now got... The Kiwis versus the Kangaroos two weeks in a row. Uh, you had Hamiso, who's sitting on two tries overall. So is Mulatalo and Jermaine Asako. Both the Kiwi and the Aussies after one game each. So they've got two games to go. It'll be interesting to see who is the top try scorer of that competition. We tipped you three weeks ago to get on Hamiso at $8. Uh, he came into $3.20 last week. He's now at about 5 So there, there was still a little bit of value there. And hopefully if the Kangaroos can win the next two weeks, hopefully Hamiso can crash over for a couple of meaties. Assuming he's playing next 
next week. It will be interesting. Obviously, the, the game next week's a little bit of a dead rubber. It's Kiwis versus the Kangaroos, though, so they'll be going all in there. Uh, but it will be interesting to see who is who is selected for what teams and whatnot, which I think is where it's interesting with this try scoring. You've got Mulatalo and Isaka, who I both think will play next week. Out of Mulatalo, Isaka, and Hammer, all the guys on two tries, I reckon probably Hammer's the most likely to get rested next week. So an interesting one to watch there. Jermaine Osako continues his incredible form this year, scoring 22 points in this game. He was very, very good. Uh, as I said, I thought Husey was very good. And Dill Brown, I thought he was tremendous. And you know what? The stats probably don't reflect that. Didn't have any line breaks, line breaks, assists, tries, but just every touch he had, he just looked dynamic, Dylan Brown. Such a good footballer. I'm so keen to watch his career play out. But yeah, I thought Husey, uh, a very, very strong game here. Scored a try, had a line break, two line break assists, two try assists as well. Didn't have a fantastic end of the season, Jerome. Here, as we pointed out, defensively struggled at the back end of the season. Uh, this game, 14 tackles, only one miss. Dill Brown, 22 tackles, only one missed. Granted, one Won the game 50-0. I get that. Uh, but I thought both were very good. Heading into the forward pack for the Kiwis. James Fisher Harris. Fucking Matty the Waterboy tipped him to score a try this week, which absolutely blew me away. He crashed over. I think the Waterboy came up with a nice little same-game multi as well. So shout-out to him. Can't wait to fucking hear about that today. Uh, the two-edge back rowers both scored. Isaiah Papali'i, Britton Nikita. Uh, Nikita, the try that he scored. Fuck me. He is tough as nails. That line that he ran. Um, if you want, you know, an express way to earn respect off your teammates, that is the line to run. He is tough as nails. Uh, wild to think they won this one 50 to nil, and uh, Joe Tarpanay only played 32-odd minutes, yeah, so you would have to expect against the Kiwis, a lot of these guys will go for much bigger minutes, in particular Joe Tarpanay. Uh, Kieran Foran, I thought he was fantastic, jumped into nine, had some really smart, eyes-up, experienced plays in this game, and once again, just showed how fucking tough he is, Foz. Such a good footballer, such a good guy to have in this squad. I thought the debutants coming off the bench, Griffin Neem and Leo Thompson both were good, both notched up 100-odd run meters. I think it was Leo Thompson, I thought was the pick of them. He was very good. He came up with a poor mistake at one point, um, turned the ball over, but I thought outside of that, he was very, very good. So um, a 50-0 victory. Uh, I don't know how much you read into it or whatever it might be, but uh, this Kiwi side, they are looking good, and I'm very, very keen to see them take on uh, the Kangaroos. For Samoa, it's been a tough couple of weeks for them. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. It was only 18-0 at halftime time. Unfortunately, got blown out in the second half. Sort of did the opposite to what happened against the Kangaroos. Kangaroos, they got absolutely destroyed in the first 20 minutes, then held their own. Uh, and I would say they were absolutely gassed from that game last week. Coming up against New Zealand side, who was fresh and ready to go. Uh, and some are obviously missing a number of players as well. Uh, far from ideal. They had a few late changes in this game, uh, which really did hurt them, obviously. Uh, Marciu and Tommy Talau came in, uh, which meant that they were without you know guys like Isaac Tungo, guys like Brian some of their better players. So pretty tough gig. Already missing Jerome Luai. Already short on hookers. Uh, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a pretty tough day at the office for Samoa. Obviously, coming off that fantastic World Cup last year, uh, the Pacific Championships haven't quite gone as they would have hoped. Uh, but I think that there is a lot of positives here for Samoa, unearthing a lot of talents. Uh, I think Farlongo, he's the absolute standout for me. Um, no real shock, but fuck me, he was impressive. Uh, ran for 150 metres in this game. Still had six tackle breaks. Um, he, he was very, very good. Number of missed tackles, but a lot of them were one-on-one. 
run on the line and whatnot. So not reading too far into it. But I think guys like Farlongo, they've managed to unearth. Um, I thought Assi was pretty good as well. Uh, Gordon Chan come Tong. Uh, once they have another hooker to rotate with him, I think they'll be very good. Palacio, solid again. Um, so, look, th- th- things are looking up for Samoa. A disappointing campaign. There is no doubt about that. There is no hiding away from that. Uh, but I think the future is looking bright, especially with guys like you know, Spencer Lino. I thought he really stood up in this game. I, I think he- he's one guy they really need to get behind and just allow him to lead this side. I would seriously be considering starting him, to be honest with you. Terrell Mays obviously got a big future. Helam Lukey, Justin Matamua. There's a number of guys that came into this side. Even Greg Marshu, young guy with a big future as well. So Samoa, if they're able to get their full squad out there and just get a ball player like Jerome Luai, uh, they've shown what they're capable of doing in the World Cup. So I'm going to focus on their World Cup form instead of the Pacific Championship form because uh, I do think they are building something pretty nice there. I think over the next few years, going to keep developing. I think it is going to be pretty impressive uh, at the end of the day. So, yeah, a tough two weeks for Samoa going up against a very strong and, kang- and, and Kiwi side, Kangaroos and Kiwi side. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not going to go too heavily on them. Um, you know, it, it just is the reality of International Rugby League. They'll be better for the run. And hopefully the next time we see Samoa running around, they are able to get their full squad together. And hopefully the experience that a number of these young guys have got, the hooker, the fullback, uh, it can pay dividends later. Uh, as far as the Kiwis and Kangaroos go, next week. It's going to be an absolute cracker. Cannot wait for it. I'm probably leaning towards the Kangaroos. I know the Kiwis beat Samoa by more than what the Kangaroos did, but I just think uh, their forward pack and everything, I just think they've got a lot more to offer realistically. So I think the Kangaroos, I will be backing them in. I think uh, that, you know, having Kieran Foran, as I said, I thought he did really well, but I think not having a noted nine for the Kiwis could be costly at the end of the day. So uh, it's going to be a cracking uh, next two weeks. I I think you will probably see Mal Meninga debut a couple of guys next week. Guys like Nico Hines, uh, Tommy Flegler, I reckon, get a bait. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who Malmaning and names there, but I wouldn't be surprised to see a little bit of a different look Kangaroos side for that sort of dead rubber game next week. And then I think you'll see both sides absolute full strength uh, for the Pacific Championships final. Interesting to see what Mads does. Is, does he give an opportunity to some guys, or does he just go all in next week and try and get his best side on the park uh, in preparation for that grand final? Very keen to see how it all plays out. But yeah, that's going to be a cracking uh, games over the next two weeks. Really, really looking forward to those. All right, let's move to the second game. Fiji, 22 over the Cook Islands, 18. Um, look, I, I know they lost, but I want to give a little shout out to the Cook Islands. I thought last week they looked fucking dreadful. I honestly sat there at the end of last week going, what on earth has this team done with their last 10 days or so preparing for this game? Uh, the amount of errors and everything they made against PNG, it really was awful. And I'm sure they would have been really embarrassed Paris by it. And I thought they bounced back really well in this game. And it was so disappointing for the Cook Islands to see how it finished. Uh, I thought that their scramble defense throughout this game was sensational. I think that, you know, when, when you look at that Fiji side, I mean... All you have to do is have a look at the back line. Um, Buller, Sivo, Taruva, Wonga Blake, and Ravalawa. I mean, they kept him to 22 points, and they had to score very late to uh, cross there. And, 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 you know, I think the Cook Islands did tremendously well, but you look at all their try scorers. Uh, Buller, Sivo, Taruva, Wonga Blake. Like, they are, that is a, for an international 
backline that isn't, you know, Australia or the Kangaroos, that is star-studded. And, uh, you know, Jareem Buller, he really flexed his muscles to show how much of a star he is. You compare it to the Cook Islands backline, like not not a heap of guys that have played first grade there. The guys that have played first grade are playing out of position. So um, I I thought the Cook Islands did incredibly well. I think that last week they just turned over too much ball, way too many errors. I thought in this game they were much, much better. So I think the Cook Islands, they can hold their heads high um, and and be proud of the bounce back that they had. There's no doubt about that. And it was it was very unfortunate to see how it played out. As I said, their scramble defense throughout the entire game was sensational. The amount of times they forced some of these big wingers over the sideline. Uh, and I, I do think the Fiji sort of thought, you know what, we'll just go through the motions here. Um, this Cook Island side will fall off and we'll give it to them. Uh, it didn't quite play out like that. So shout out to the Cook Islands. Obviously went into that game with some real intensity um, to put some pride back in their jersey and their flag. And, and I thought they did that despite not getting the win. Uh, for them, I thought my boy Itero was very good. Uh, 15 runs for 160 metres, six tackle breaks in a game that he really didn't absolutely shine in either. Uh, and this is why I'm so excited about this kid. I think he's got so much ability. It's insane. And even, you know, even I watched him yesterday and thought, thought geez, when's he going to really have this big breakout moment where he explodes? Looked at the stats after. 162 run metres um, when you're playing in the centres is a very, very good knock. There was no line breaks or anything in that, so just just hard metres. 15 runs, 162 metres, very, very impressive. I thought the Masters boys, they were fantastic. Uh, it's amazing with um, Isan Masters, they, 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 they plug him in halfback, and he just, I don't know, he just always seems to perform, doesn't he? Do I think he's a halfback? No, I don't think he's anywhere near a halfback, but he always puts in a good performance there. Uh, scored a try. He ran for 147 metres, which was great to see. Uh, had one line break, three line breaks, assists, two tries. He was everywhere, Isan Masters. A shout-out to him. Eight tackle breaks as well. I think he's one of those guys, too, when you watch him play, like, you know when he's going to run. You, you know most of the time what he's going to do, but it's just hard to predict. Uh, sorry, it's just hard to handle him. He's just very, very difficult to control. Um, and, yeah, I've had a lot of people message me this week and say, geez, could he be a halfback in the NRL? I don't think so personally, uh, but Christ, some of those performances were very good. Uh, Brad Takarangi, the experienced campaigner there, doing good things once again, obviously playing out of position. You saw how frustrated he was with a kick at the back end of that game that went into about the third row of the crowd. Uh, but a lovely guy's had a fantastic career and has done a lot for Cook Islands Rugby League. You've got to remember, he's been playing for Dapto, I believe. Uh, so a big jump to come back into the international arena. I thought David Moali was very good as well. Very, very impressed with him. And I love this Ruben Porter. I'm not quite sure who he signed with or what, what's going on there, but he's a guy that I think you get quite a bit out of, Ruben Porter. I like him. Pride patterson Rabati once again, got through a stack of work in this game. A very impressive young guy. 36 tackles, 156 metres. Uh, did that in 57 minutes as well, so pretty good knock there. For Fiji... Uh, look, Doreen Buller, absolute superstar. Fuck, he did some impressive things in this game. Uh, four tackle breaks, two line breaks, one try. Probably doesn't reflect exactly how good he was. Uh, Taruva, he obviously scored the try at the end of the game, broke about seven tackles or something. That was incredible. Um, he was very, very impressive. I thought Wonga Blake had a good game as well. I've been critical of Wonga Blake over the years, uh, but I did think in this game he was very good. Wakeham and Donahue just did their job. Tui Kamakamitha played 70 minutes. Uh, he's definitely not used to playing those 
those sort of minutes. But as the skipper really stepped up, made 44 tackles in this game, Tui. So shout out to him. A very respectable little stat sheet there. Uh, I thought Gordon Whippy was solid as well. 54 minutes, 130-odd metres. Very impressive. I thought Tane Milne, I love him as a forward. I'm a little bit sick of seeing him play on the wing, to be honest with you. 19 runs, 182 metres. Um, how many tackles did he get through? 21 tackles as well. So Tane Milne, I'd sort of like to see him make a transition into the middle. Three offloads as well. He's, all, he's always getting that arm free. Three offloads, and I think he had one or two of them called back as well. So Tane, obviously a very good player. South Sydney Rabbitohs using him as a centre winger. Fiji always use him as a middle forward, and I, I kind of like him there, to be honest with you. I'd love to have him in jersey 17 in my NRL side, bring him on through the middle, and just just allow him to, to create a bit of second-phase footy. I think with Tane, the longer you keep him on the field, the closer you are to a brain explosion or something stupid. That's sort of the way that I'd be using him, to be honest with you. Just time to go nuts for 15, 20 minutes, create some second-phase footy, and play off the back of him, especially in that South Sydney side. Uh, let's have a look at the last game. We had Tonga over... Uh, sorry, we had England over Tonga. I think it was 22 points to 18. Obviously not on the NRL.com website, I think, because it's part of a different comp or whatever. Uh, but look, I didn't get to see this game, but I'll be completely honest with you guys. I was very surprised with the side uh, that Tonga selected. Uh, it did not look anything like the team that I expected them to pick. Uh, they obviously had Will Hopawade at fullback, and I'm assuming he played fullback. As I said, guys, I haven't had a chance to go back and watch it as it was pretty early this morning. Uh, but I definitely would have had Kohler there. He did score a try in the end, but uh, I would have had Kohler at fullback. Um, I was very surprised to see Lola Hia at 5'8". Once again, love Lola Hia. He's done sensational things for Tongan Rugby League. But you've got Isaiah Katawa. Uh, you've got Latu Fainu. I would have backed the young guys in personally uh, and maybe they w- they will make that move now but I just I, I just don't think L- Lola he is the answer anymore I think they've got to start to look towards the future and look maybe it will hurt them a little bit in this campaign and I get that but I personally think uh, it's the way forward I think it's the better way to go but look at the stats AFB had a huge game uh, 190 odd meters he was very good made some comments after saying that you know they, they didn't win we lost this game uh, so when, when you come out with comments like that you you, you need to back it up the way after. So very keen to see how Tonga go. Even their back row. Uh, I mean, to not have Keon Tungi surprised me. To have Felice Kafusi in the lock forward role surprised me. And to have the young bloke from South Sydney, Dion, uh, as your 14 over Latu, that also surprised me as well. I'm not in camp. Maybe I'm missing something. Uh, and Eli Katoa also didn't make the side. So I understand going for the experience of like Tyson Brazil and Felice Kafusi. Uh, but geez, uh, if I'm England and you're not picking Eli Katoa and you're leaving Olakawatu on the bench for the last 30 minutes, I am absolutely stoked. And I do remember... You know, during the World Cup, that they used Olakowatu for really weird minutes. We talked about it on Bloke quite a bit, and it just made no sense to us. So, interesting uh, how that all played out for England. Now, I'll be honest with you guys, I don't know too many of these guys, but Tom Johnson, I'm not quite sure what his story is, but uh, two tries, 227 run metres, two line breaks. Very impressive from a winger there. Uh, a good win by England. As I said, guys, I haven't had the opportunity to watch this game yet. I'll try and catch up on it during the week. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
But, yeah, good win there against a pretty solid Tongan squad. So, uh, yeah, I am surprised by the side that Tonga have picked. England, I probably don't know enough about these players to make comment on the side that they picked and whatnot. But if I was Tonga, I would be leaning into the youth. I'd be getting some experience into them uh, in this campaign. So I'm not sure if Latu Fainu is is injured or something. I keep seeing him pop up in, like, training photos and stuff. But, fuck, I'd be finding a spot for him in this side. Uh, And, once again, maybe I'm missing something. Uh, Maybe it's evident in Tongan camp that he's not quite up to it yet. It's just about getting the experience into him throughout this camp. I'm not too sure, uh, but he is a guy that if I was Tonga, I would be getting some reps into him just to try and just to try and get him prepared and ready because I think it will pay dividends uh, in the future. Uh, but good to see Isaiah Cartola, the halfback, once again. I think he is the future of Tongan Rugby League, and I think it will be him. And then you've obviously got Dion from South Sydney who, who, who'd be a nice little play there, but I think it will be Latu and Isaiah Cartola in the future for Tonga, which is super exciting to see them see them finally unearth some genuine halves. Guys, that'll do us for our rapid review. We're heading into Bloke in a Bar Studios today. Uh, a big review of all the games from the weekend. And then we're also going to go through all the transfer markets, all the big movers uh, from every single team in the NRL. So plenty of content coming your way over the next 24 hours. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 